Woman Crush is proudly brought to you by Namit, your partner in health. and good afternoon. If you've just joined us, well, you have joined us at the most opportune time because it's time now for Woman Crush. And Woman Crush today, well, not even today, but this entire week, we've been commemorating Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And this week, thanks to NAMED Medical Aid Fund, we have another amazing interview, Dr. Anina Dutoit from Let's Talk Psychologist. And today we just want to talk more about the impact of mental health on case cancer patients. So I'd just like to welcome Dr. Anina. Doctor, welcome to 99FM. Thank you very much for having me. How are you doing? I am doing great. Uh, we are celebrating World Mental Health Day mm. tomorrow. So that is for us as psychologists a very big event. And last year it was on a Friday and we didn't have Corona mm. so we could make something big out of it. Unfortunately this year we had to scale down but it was still nice for the office to, to raise awareness True. for mental health. Very much so. Loving the, the, the pink shirt by the way. It keeps the lumps out of my cups. <laughs> yes, isn't it sweet? And, so and thanks for Namit for giving me this yeah. lovely shirt that I can wear to the interview yeah. today. No, because they also gave us such a beautiful shirt earlier on in the week. Mine read Hakuna Matiti. <laughs> <laughs> so that was so much fun. So much fun. Um, just to explain the, the, the very uh, elaborate makeup, we had a photo shoot. Oh, you're looking lovely. Thank you. <laughs> very lovely and very elaborate. So let's get into it. Seeing as, you know, you're also commemorating um, mental health awareness. Uh, let's talk what, what is the impact of living with cancer and the, just the, psycho- the psychological impact that can have on, on the patient? Yeah, Sibo, this is a, um, being diagnosed with cancer can mm-hmm. be absolutely devastating and obviously people react differently but I think the reaction that is for most people possibly react with um, some degree of possibly anger, mm-hmm. shock, disbelief, um, fear yeah. because it, it turns your entire world upside down when you receive a diagnosis um, with where, uh, a diagnosis that I think most people associate with dying Mm. which is not the case anymore um, but it does definitely include suffering so some people may just shut down completely not going to denial not wanting to acknowledge that this is what it is Um, some people might actually vent or become angry and vocal about it so the reaction when a good doctor who is possibly and hopefully trained you know with a good bedside manner and gives you enough information um your reaction is completely unique true and i and i think what is most important is that there's no um clear there's not a guideline that says you have to react like Like this this. you have to react the way that you are yeah and and that is okay because you will handle it the way that you are and in a way that is suited possibly to your personality and to your background and to your experience but devastating that it is absolutely now you know as a woman or even as men when you walk into your, the, you know the doctor's suit the last thing you want to hear is that you know you're diagnosed with cancer and the news can be so shocking um, and so devastating mm-hmm. so what would your first advice be to someone who is just diagnosed and they they just don't like so there's no manual you're just thrown to the wolves yeah. basically with your feelings mm-hmm. Take your time. Um, I think that people need to process the information. 
uh, think about it, possibly depending on how they normally cope with things. Some people, like I said, will just go into shutdown. Other people may actually start looking for information. They start reading up, yes. um, gathering information, reaching out to other people. But I think mostly one must do it at your own pace. Mm -hmm. And you have to take your time, mm -hmm. get used to the idea, because the impact of a diagnosis such as that, mm -hmm. it's not just your physical health that's affected. Your mental health will definitely be affected. Mm -hmm. The people around you, your future, your career. You might have dreams and mm -hmm. plans and holiday plans and career prospects. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden that just stops. Mm -hmm. um, or it might feel to you that it stops because mm -hmm. everything is now dependent on what is going mm -hmm. on. And then obviously as one progresses, there will be possibly more tests and scans and um, pathology being done to determine exactly the impact and the extent of the cancer and then obviously treatment options. Mm -hmm. So it, it takes time and, and one should not be rushed through that. Obviously, you want to get into treatment as, as quickly as possible. possible. But I think my, my best advice to somebody recently diagnosed would take your time and get used to the idea. True. Now, when you when you grief, um, you lose someone, you know, we're told that you go through the stages of grief, right? And we even through COVID, we saw people going in and out of depression. And it was just such a yo-yo emotionally. Are, are there certain stages as well when, when it comes to mental health, when you're diagnosed with such, a, with such an ailment as cancer? Mm -hmm. I think there might definitely be the same sort of stages of grief. You, mm -hmm. will, you will go through the denial and the anger and the bargaining and definitely depressive stages. Mm -hmm. There's no specific sequence in which it will happen. You, you might, you know, go from where you go from denial to then becoming angry mm -hmm. or just becoming depressed and tomorrow you feel differently. So there's definitely stages and, and similar to that of grief because you're losing. Yeah. You're losing something. Ah. And um, you've lost your health. And in, in many aspects, you've, you've lost your immediate future because cancer treatment sometimes take a very long time mm -hmm. so your immediate future would be impacted and especially what we saw with with COVID and, and now with lockdown people operate better within boundaries within a certain context and we plan our lives I mean we all know we we get up in the morning we go to work the kids go here we make dinner so that daily sort of routine is what keeps us going mm -hmm. and with COVID all of that went, went out, of the, out of the window. And that can make people depressed. The uncertainty, not knowing what's going to happen, not being able to plan anything. I mean, even now, December is coming up and people are saying, oh, we're going, where, where are we where, going? Yeah. Are we actually going somewhere? Now, if you can just backtrack that a little bit to a cancer diagnosis, and we, and we know corona, well, in certain aspects, is not as bad as cancer, but... Um, if you take that back to a cancer diagnosis, and again... What do you plan? Yeah. Because you don't know what you are going to be like next week, the week after. You don't know what your treatment's going to look like. So your whole world becomes incredibly uncertain, and it hangs by a string. And I think what is even worse is that although it's happening to you, the person that's been diagnosed with cancer, it also happens to everybody around you. True. Um, and we will, we will talk about the family. But yeah. So the uncertainty, the, the lack of... The, 
planning. You, you can't commit to anything. If you wanted to study, now you say, you know, wh- why? Because mm-hmm. I might not be alive. Mm-hmm. And those are all the, the different thoughts that might go through people's minds when they receive a diagnosis. Yes, let's dive into it. A good support system. Um, how does one from the outside now, I have a family member, I have a friend, I have a partner who's diagnosed with cancer. How do I best assist and support? Talk. I think it is, it's all in the, in the talking. Mm-hmm. Um, giving the, the patient an opportunity to talk, but not forcing it. Okay. Not, not sitting the person down and saying, now you have to talk about this. Let the person guide you. And, and there's a fine balance there because I think many people, when they become depressed, which obviously if you've been diagnosed with cancer, you have a higher likelihood of, de- of developing something like depression or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, people might isolate themselves. They, they pull back mm-hmm. and they cut themselves off. They don't want to go out. They don't want to socialize. And I, I think the main thing is people don't know what to say to somebody. True. It's like when, when somebody passes away, yeah. what do you say to somebody? You know, uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, but so many people just distance themselves because they don't know what to say to somebody with a diagnosis. So instead of just approaching the person, say, would you like to talk about it? And let the person guide the conversation. So if you have a friend that's been diagnosed with cancer, just be available. Don't like run for the hills because I think that is what people do. When, when you don't know what to do, you rather just disappear. And then the person that's actually been diagnosed with cancer becomes completely isolated and feel that they have got some other terrible disease that people don't want anything to do with them. And with all the other changes that's happening to this person, I think the worst thing that can happen is that they lose their circle of friends, mm-hmm. that they lose their, their support system. True. So in terms of friends, I think stay involved. Don't crowd the person, mm-hmm. but at least be available. Make that call. How are you doing? Um, Family, I think, is a little bit more different, a little bit different because you, you're living with a person, especially if it's maybe an adult and you're married to that person, um, and breast cancer can also be diagnosed in men. So yes. we, we tend to go the female way, but mm. I mean, men can also be diagnosed with cancer, so breast cancer. So I think living with a person that, that's, um, that's got cancer um, can, is, is definitely more difficult because you are exposed to that on a daily basis and I think one must remember that it's not happening to you as a support system it's happening to the other person and you also have to look after yourself as whether you're a caregiver or whether you are a spouse Mm -hmm. you can also suffer from burnout constantly looking after the person especially if it's end of life or if it's very um, like later stages but let's say it's early stages and, and you're just getting used to the change in your routine and what talking you need to talk to each other um, and as a patient don't hide things because you think you're sparing your spouse's feelings or you don't want to worry them because I think the worst thing is not knowing because you also don't want to be a burden yes yeah. um, and I think ultimately one must realize that receiving a diagnosis of cancer makes you a patient it doesn't make you a victim so there's so many feelings involved when mm-hmm. people are being diagnosed with cancer, thinking that you you could have prevented it, mm-hmm. that it's your fault, mm-hmm. that you are guilty in some sense, and now you feel shame and doubt in your own abilities. So there's so many things going on. 
Um, and then obviously with a family, feeling obliged, they must help, of course they yeah. have to help, but they also have a life. And they also have their own things that still needs to carry on, especially in, in a financial sense. So um, the family routine, if there's children involved, might all then come down to one parent. Mm -hmm. And talking. That, and, and then if, if talking does not help, then reach out. Okay. If you, that people must not be ashamed to find seek help. To seek help. Mm. Seek professional help. Go to a mental health expert. Go and talk about it. That, mm. And that is exactly what Mental Health Day is about, is yeah. to, to say to people that many people suffer from mental, I don't want to really call it a disorder, but emotional difficulties. Yes. Let's call it that. And because it's not just people with mental disorders that go and see psychologists. True. It's, it's an emotional difficulty. So even if you are being diagnosed with cancer, that does not necessarily give you a disorder. You mm. might have some depressive symptoms, um, anxiety symptoms, maybe you get panic attacks, mm -hmm. um, you struggle to sleep at night, or it might also then start highlighting shortages in your relationship with your husband or your wife, because we know that with any relationship, if you apply a certain amount of pressure, the, the, cracks, the cracks start showing. True. So seek help. Yeah. And if there's a support group, I know the Cancer Association is very active in Namibia, reach out to these organizations or whether it is your priest or pastor, if you're a religious kind of person or spiritual. Yeah, so I think... Talk communication and talk. seeking help. Just talk. Yeah. Let's talk about patients that are going through chemotherapy and even those that are um, about to embark on surgery or have embarked on, on surgery. How do they keep their mental health in check? That's, uh, that's a difficult one. <laughs> going under the knife especially. <laughs> yes. I think that, um, again, educating yourself mm. about your diagnosis, uh, talking to your healthcare providers, professionals, doctors, specialists, finding out exactly what is going to happen. Because I, I do feel that sometimes when people receive a diagnosis of cancer and the, com and the treatment is so complicated that, that people don't know what's going on. Because it sounds very overwhelming. Y yes, it does. And it's all kinds of phrases and words that you don't understand and places that you need to go. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that if you, if you are the type of person that do well or cope by gathering more information, then talk to your, your doctor, talk mm -hmm. to the specialist, the oncologist, mm -hmm. and, and ask the questions because I think many people are scared to ask. Really, yeah. So ask. Don't be scared to ask. Um, Yes, the internet is an invaluable source of information, but again, people must be careful to to read stuff that's not really true, mm -hmm. um, just from really um, trustworthy sources and not to go over the top. So there can also be an information overload. True. So to be sensible in, in where you look for information, credible sources. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's, there's the, the basic things. Look after your nutrition. If you need to, go and see a dietitian. Mm -hmm. Look after your weight that goes with the nutrition, um, physical exercise. And I know in, in the old days, the specialists used to say no physical exercise, but I know that there are healthy plans that, that people with cancer can embark on. And if you need to also speak to your specialist about that, yeah. what can you do, what is maybe not um, good for you, especially if you are a person that's been used to exercising in the past. Mm -hmm. Now, we all know if you go to the gym regularly, regularly and, all, and all of a sudden you stop, your your mood just goes all the down way the down. Yeah. yeah. So try and look after your nutrition. Try and exercise as much as you can. Read up about it. And then relaxation. If you're prone to anxiety, 
yoga, meditation. There are so many uh, providers now in, in Vintuk and Namibia that is into the yoga thing and the meditation, True. breathing, um, all kinds of alternative relaxation exercises. If that works for you, yeah. then do that. Um, take time for yourself. Uh, if you, from time to time, just need to be a little bit alone, then do that. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself make yourself look nice Mm -hmm. because I mean look how pretty you look today (laughs) and I'm sure that you feel better because you look pretty you feel different and I think when one is sick one one tends to stop doing that you don't take care of yourself so you have to take care of yourself Um, socialize try and go out even if it's just little bits at a time just coffee with a friend or you know if coffee doesn't do it for you because the side effects of chemotherapy or even surgery can be very very bad and And devastating to the body so take care of yourself and do what is good for you pace yourself listen to your body Mm -hmm. listen to your body Uh, i'd just like to touch a little bit um that's because we've wrapped up now with the cancer uh moving forward uh, with mental health uh, awareness that's that's coming up how can we because before we even get to a breakdown just five tips on how we can just take care of our mental health just to stay ahead of it not to wait until you burn out and you're stressed out and that's mm. when you seek help yes. what are little things that we can we can do to maintain healthy i think the buzzword these days is self-care ah. and, um, i'm a little bit of an older psychologist and i i yes self-care is important but i also think that many people associate self-care with spending money mm. self-care is going to a spa and having your nails and your hair done and you know going shopping but, but it's not that yeah um self-care does not need to cost money self-care could be taking some time out for yourself mm-hmm. um sleeping a little bit later maybe on a day that you're off on a mm. sunday um taking it a little bit slower not taking your work home when you if you are in a business and, and it's boundaries so if you close your door at the office then go home and do the things that you like whether yeah. it's reading a book staying on top of your hobbies socializing balance balance it's and important. Balance is important. Mm-hmm. And I, I think with, with our lives and the way that we rush around, people have lost their ability to balance True. and stay off social media. Oh, yes. That, that, <sighs> is, that is the biggest self-care tip. Stay off social media. Because for many, that's another day's conversation. Yes. And I think you, you're going to come back for that if, conversation. If you want to look after your mental health, limit your social media, mm-hmm. your screen time. Mm-hmm. I am passionate about working with children and for parents with children they must stay off the screens Mm. and that means tv phone tablet whatever and the same for adults so self-care limit your screen time and just slow down just breathe yeah thank you so much doc for coming definitely you will be coming back for that social media (laughs) conversation very much so because it's very much needed Well, thank you for coming, Doc. Thank you very much. That was Dr. Anina Dutoit, Let's Talk Psychologist, uh, commemorating Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we're wrapping it all up today um, just to talk about the impact uh, of, 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 of the strain psychologically that one goes through when you are diagnosed and even the, the support system that is around you, the strain that they go through and how we can better support a breast cancer patient and how living with cancer is not. How did, how did you put it, Doctor? You're not a... You're not a victim. Mm -hmm. You're a patient. You're a patient. And that was Woman Crush, proudly brought to you by NAMED Medical Aid Fund. Woman Crush is proudly brought to you by NAMED. 
Your partner in health. 